Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome to uh, today's episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. And this is a solo episode. And I have a topic that I want to dive into that I think will be super helpful for you guys. Um, and so the topic is eight uh, eight things to look into if muscle growth has stalled. Uh, you know, obviously, anytime progress stalls, it's it's super uh, demotivating. Um, especially if you're working hard week in and week out. Um, you know, you're putting in the work. You're there. You know, it's like in a perfect world, we would do that and things would just happen how we want. But unfortunately that doesn't happen. Uh, I would say here though, anytime progress stalls and it is going to stall at some point, um, you can use this as an opportunity to progress your training and get a better understanding of what works best for you. I think a lot of times people just have too negative of a perception towards like plateaus. Like it's just this really negative thing, but it's really not a bad thing. Um, you know, I think if anything, it's just a sign that, Hey, you, you obviously need to step up your game and, and that, then that can be a good thing. So these are eight things we're going to look into uh, with all my clients to break through their plateau for building muscle. So the very first one is, are you consistent with training? You know, I think that this is a simple one, but it is overlooked. Okay. Training inconsistently is going to get you inconsistent inconsistent results. You know, you have to be honest with yourself here. Are you hitting all of your workouts each week? Um, if you aren't hitting at least 90% of your workouts, that's your issue, not anything else. What I'll also say on this too, is I also feel like, you know, are you pushing yourself in your workouts consistently as well? You know, are you having these workouts where it's like, Oh, you know, every, you know, I'm going, but I'm just kind of going through the motions, right? Like, and this is another one that we'll, we'll look into here in a little bit, but, uh, I think with this one, you also want to make sure that you're like pushing yourself. One thing that comes to mind for me is like, there's been a few times in this building phase for me where like, I've gotten a little lazy with like logging some things and like not looking through it. And I just feel like those are the little things that fall under the umbrella of consistency that, you know, can be the difference of like seeing progress and not, even though it feels like a small thing, it's like, oh, I'm just going to not do this one thing now it's not a big deal, but then little do you know, you look back and it's like, oh crap, I've done that way more than I normally would have. And that's going to be the difference of you seeing results and not, and not seeing results, right. If, if done consistently, it's also kind of reminds me of a, a client recently that finished the building phase. And he was a little worried that he didn't build muscle, but you know, there were times where like his workouts weren't getting, um, logged. And it's like, look, I mean, at the end of the day, like you can only, obviously that's in the past and you can only like, you can only learn from what you did and now you can get better. But, you know, these are the little things that in the time it's like, you don't really think about it until it's like, Oh, now I'm done with that. Well, crap. I don't know if I actually did what I need to do. And it's like, well, you know, we got to make sure we stay consistent with our workouts. We got to make sure we stay consistent with like logging. Um, and so again, just consistency in terms of hitting your workouts, but also like maintaining the the habits that you, that you need to maintain. So, um, Anyways, training consistently three to four times per week is going to be better than training six to seven times per week uh, for a few weeks and then going a few weeks without training, right? So I think this is a big, uh, uh, where a lot of people really get themselves into trouble here in this, in this space. They think they need to be super hardcore with it. And it's like, look, if you can only make it to the gym three to four times, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You're going to get yourself into trouble when you think that you need to do all these workouts six to seven times per week. And then what happens when, and then, and then you have a week where like, let's say you do try to hit six to seven workouts per week. It's like you miss two days. Now you're already behind. You're already going to miss one. And then, 
and then we get in that mindset of, Oh, well now I'm just not going to train. And then you don't train that week. And then that goes into the next week. And then that goes into the next week. And then maybe you get back, but now that's still three weeks where you didn't, you weren't able to build that consistency. So you need to make sure you do an amount that, you know, you can stick to each week. And if that's three to four, there's nothing wrong with that. That's very solid. Uh, and, and that's going to get you, that's again, going to get you better results than like going all in with it. I just feel like for a lot of people, that's, it's kind of a big thing I see with when new clients come in is they're like, Oh, well, I've done it this way in the past. That's worked. So I need to train that many times. And then they run into the same thing. It's like two or three weeks. They're, they're fine. They stick with doing all these things. And then all of a sudden things start to pop up and then they are back where they were before. Right. So it's like, again, with some of these things, like you have to be, you have to get uncomfortable and, and, and do something different. The next thing is, are you focusing on your nutrition? Um, are you getting enough protein each day? Are you under eating and not getting enough quality nutrients? And, you know, consistency is, is huge here. Um, you know, a lot of times clients will think it's something with their training, but then their nutrition isn't compatible with, with building muscle. Right. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, not getting enough protein, uh, you know, maybe they're not eating enough regularly. I think that that's a big challenge for people. I know for some people, they think they overeat and there are some people that certainly, uh, consume way too many calories, uh, you know, you're overweight type of person, but somebody that's, you know, not overweight and, uh, but they're not satisfied with their look, you know, you're probably not eating consistently and, and getting, giving yourself the, the nutrients that you need to, to look and, and feel your best. Um, you know, a classic example here is, you know, someone that's, uh, you know, maybe they have a day, there's kind of two examples here. Someone who is, has trouble gaining weight. They're trying to build muscle, you know, they, they, they feel skinny, you know, with them, they have a couple of days a week where they, eat the right, they eat enough, but then they have a couple of days where they don't eat enough either. And it just ends up being this kind of, uh, balanced out thing where you're not really making any progress. Um, the other person, which for whatever reason, this has just kind of slipped my mind, but the other person is, uh, somebody who basically for, okay. So this is the, the person I was thinking of. This is the person that again, they, they, they get so like focused on what this, what the scale says. And they basically like, anytime they see it go up in any way, they just like completely change what they're doing and they, they like under eat. Right. Um, and again, that's not compatible with, with building muscle. So, um, you know, if you're that person, that's, you know, that's, this is probably a big thing for you also with nutrition though. What I will say on that is it's very challenging, right? It's something you have to do multiple times per day and it, and it's just easy to get lazy with it. Something that you have to do so many times per day. It's easy to be like, Oh, not going to do it here. Oh, not going to do it there. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, now, you know, you're doing that once a day, you know, that ends up being, you know, over 25% of your meals for the week. So it's like, it, it can quickly add up if, if you're uh, not consistent with it. Um, just like with consistency, with consistency, with your workouts, be honest with yourself here. Um, if you are consistent with your workouts and not seeing the results you would like, I'm sure your nutrition could be better and you can probably improve that in some way. Okay. And so what I mean by that is if you are consistent with your training, you, you train regularly each and every day and, um, you're not seeing the muscle growth that you think you should be, you're probably, there's probably a, a issue with consistency of nutrition. So that's why I put these two at the beginning of this, because I think these are the two big things here. Uh, again, if you're not consistent with training, you're not consistent with nutrition. Those are the things that need to get dialed in before you really focus on these other ones. Okay. Um, because they, they, they're the, the foundation there, right? Like again, if, uh, for example, if you're not consistent with your training, it doesn't matter like the training volume that you're doing, uh, doesn't matter. Like none of those things matter. You, you need to make sure you get consistent with your training first before you really worry about the, the deeper things. Same thing with nutrition too. It's like, if you're not consistent there with that, you, you, you want to work on that first before you really dive into some of these other things. 
So my next thing is make sure you're training with the right amount of volume for each muscle group. Um, each muscle group probably needs a little bit more or less than others, right? So if a muscle group never gets sore, you can probably do a little more for them. If they're constantly getting sore, then you may be able to do a little less. You know, doing too little isn't going to be great for muscle growth, but also doing too much isn't going to be great either as you will be under recovered. Uh, so on this one, you know, make, making sure that you're doing the right amount of, of volume uh, for you. Like I said, you know, you could be, do, you could be underdoing it, but you also could be overdoing it. And, and so like, we need to make sure that we're, we're doing the, the proper amount uh, there. Uh, so for most people, this is about eight to 18 sets per week that are taken, you know, one to three reps from failure and are more than, a, and, and that's more than enough to, to see muscle growth. Uh, uh, some muscle groups will need more for your sets than others. For example, my quads are very receptive to muscle growth. And because of that, I can get away with way less volume for them than something like my chest or back or whatever it may be. Okay. So um, again, not everything has to be all at 15 sets. You know, some might be less than others. Um, it just depends on how your body re responds to that. Um, so, you know, making sure you're not underdoing it, but also overdoing it. Again, I think if you stay consistent, um, that's going to take care of the underdoing it, right? Uh, if you're not consistent, you might be underdoing it. Um, if you are consistent, you know, your problem could potentially be, you might be doing a little bit too much uh, than what you're recovering, recovering from. And again, that goes back to, okay, if we're not, if we are consistent with training, then it probably goes back to a nutrition issue there, right? Where it's like, okay, maybe you're, maybe you're not fueling yourself for the training. And that's why the volume, volume you're currently doing is too much. Um, so again, these all kind of like are, they, they go back and forth with each other. So the next one is, are you focused on recovering? You know, doing more again, isn't always the answer. Check to make sure you're sleeping well and managing stress outside of the gym. Again, this goes back to, you know, if you're, if you potentially are doing a lot of training, but you're not focused on sleep or stress or anything like that, like you're going to be doing a lot of extra work and you're not going to see the results you want to see. Like that's not going to put your body in a great position to build muscle. You make, you know, it's kind of intuitive to what you would think. You'd think that that would be what is going to build muscle doing more, but your body also needs to recover from that as well. Okay. Um, otherwise you're just going to be at this point where like your body's just going to recover and it's just going to get you back to baseline, AKA you're just going to be maintaining over time. Um, you know, sleep is one of those boring things that people neglect, but it is vital to your muscle building success. Um, the same goes for stress management, right? So are you always on the go, always looking to do the next thing, you know, for you taking some time to rest and recover is going to be uh, crucial. You know, if either of these are off, they will negatively affect muscle growth and they will lower how much you can do um, in terms of training volume, right? And, and again, you know, that could get you to the point to where like now you're the volume that you're doing is so low that it's not really growing muscle either. So, you know, this is where you want to make sure you get this in, um, in place. Sleep is, is, is vital though. Um, you know, it's going to lower muscle protein synthesis, right? So it's just going to lower your ability to build muscle. If you get poor sleep. Um, also they, I always bring the study up, but they did a study where they, they put two people in calorie restriction. So same calorie restriction. Once one group was, um, sleep deprived, the other group was not. And, the group that was uh, sleep deprived, they, they, they both lost the same amount of weight, but the group that was sleep deprived lost more weight from, from lean body mass. Okay. So, you know, if, if your sleep is off, you know, chances are you're going to be hurting muscle growth. So, uh, you know, now it's like, okay, maybe it's, you know, again, maybe it's not necessarily, I need to do more. Maybe it's, I need to focus more on things outside of the gym. Uh, the next thing to look into is, are you uh, training with the same 
rep range. Okay. So you can build muscle anywhere from five to 30 reps, so long as it's, the set is taken close to failure. Again, that's going to be about one to three reps from fail. Um, but you might be shooting yourself in the foot by training within a small rep range, like all of the time. Okay. Um, so changing your reps periodically could be helpful for these reasons. One, you know, some exercises and people lend themselves to a certain rep range better. So like, you know, maybe your, your biceps don't grow well in the six to 10, maybe you need to do more like 10 to 15. Okay. But if you're always training in that same rep range, you're not going to know that. Um, so again, it just, you know, again, some exercises and, and people are going to lend themselves better to certain rep ranges. Some people are going to respond better to heavier training. Some people are going to respond better to a little bit more moderate uh, load training. The next reason it's good to do this is it can keep your training engaging and interesting. Again, this goes back to the consistency part. If you're always doing the same thing over, you might get bored, then you're not going to stick to it. Then you're not consistent with your training. So again, we want to make sure that we're doing this. So you're staying consistent. Uh, we want to make sure we keep it engaging. Now, I think people take the engagement part too far and they have too much variation and that can be hurtful, but you do want to make sure that you keep your training. You, you want to keep it engaging and interesting and change it up. But again, we have to make sure we don't stray too far away from how we build muscle. Right. And I think the big things there are going to be, you know, making sure you're uh, training within five to 30 reps and making sure that that intensity is within one to three reps from failure. And then lastly, just changing up again can, can lower injury risk, which again is going to help with consistency. Um, I kind of, you know, as I'm going through this, you know, keep cycling back to that very first one there. Um, but periodically switching up rep, rep ranges can help lo with lowering injury risk, um, especially if you're always training in like the, the super, uh, like heavier, not super heavy, but the heavier range. Uh, so again, make sure that you're not, um, you know, make sure that you're changing up your rep ranges from time to time. Again, it doesn't mean that I, my last episode, I talked about how to do that. So if you want to go listen, listen to episode 159, I kind of talk about how you can like kind of work through different phases to keep your training uh, engaging and interesting. Next, uh, can you improve your technique, uh, focus, or intensity during sets, aka can you improve your workout quality? Again, many times people just try to add more weight. They try to add more sets. They try to add more, but they forget to fine-tune their technique, okay? Can you improve this? Can your technique improve? Because again, if your technique is off, you're going to be putting a lot of stress on either muscle groups that need to be recovering um, during that time, or you're just putting a lot of stress on like your joints and tendons, things that aren't going to actually grow muscle, but they are going to add a, a lot of fatigue, which is going to lower your, your training performance. Right. And then when fatigue's super high, like you're, you're, uh, when you fatigue quicker, like you, you get this perception of you're getting closer to failure, but you're really not. So like, you know, techniques, a big thing here that, you know, you need to look into, right. Um, you know, what, what is good technique? I mean, it's really going to be dependent, but you know, you want to make sure that you're controlling, uh, the lowering, the eccentric part of, of each lift, you know, for that pull downs, that's the raising part, um, for other, for most things, it's the lowering part, uh, but make sure you're controlling that. Right. And again, making sure that you're feeling that that's a target muscle being used. And I think the big thing is you're not just like training through, uh, crappy partials just to get more weight. And also, um, you're not just like letting the weight just like drop or you're not like resisting the weight at all. Like, I think that's the big thing there with, with technique. Um, but a lot of people are guilty of that because they just try to lift more weight. The next thing is focus. Um, again, people think they need to just do more, but it simply comes down to them not focusing on the set at, at hand. And instead they just like, they either just fly through the set um, uh, or they're like thinking about the next thing they're going to do. I know I've been there before, so I, I'm guilty of this as well, where it's just like, I'm like, Oh, what's the next exercise? Oh, I just want to get through the set. So you fly through it. You don't focus your technique suffers. Right. And then you maybe don't train with the proper intensity. So again, this is something where you need to improve that quality and, and, and work on your focus, uh, during each set. And that can be a thing that can help you uh, bust, bust through a plateau. Um, I find that nine times out of 10 clients don't need more stuff. They just need 
they just need to improve what they are, are currently doing. Um, and then intensity. Okay. So just like with the last two points, you probably don't need to do more. You just need to make sure you're training with the right amount of intensity. And this is more so for, so I, I, intensity is an interesting one because people think it just automatically means that you like just train harder. Right. And that it does mean that, but I think people take that too far in two ways. You have the person who just lifts heavier weight and then their technique suffers. Right. And they start to put more stress on the joint. So that's not good for them. Increasing intensity is like finding ways to make, to, to make it more intense for your actual muscle. Right. And sometimes that intensity is an improvement in technique that requires you to lift less weight, but it's harder because you're, you know, you're putting the muscle in the, in the position it needs to be to, to grow muscle optimally. If that makes sense. I hope, I hope I uh, clarified that well. Right. So, so for that person, it's like for you, the intensity needs to improve via like technique and like kind of lowering your ego almost in a way, right. It's not all about just lifting more weight, but we also have those people that they focus so much on form. Uh, they focus so much on like going slow and things like that, that they need to increase their intensity by adding more weight. Okay. They get, they're like super afraid of getting hurt. They're afraid of, um, just, they, they think that, you know, they're, they're just scared of heavier training. Like for that person, they're increasing their intensity is, is by adding more weight. So it just depends on where you fall on that spectrum. But the big thing is, you, you know, increasing your intensity is going to be taking your sets around one to three reps from failure. Um, you know, too many people stay too far away from failure and because of that, they don't maximize their muscle growth potential. And really what happens there is like, you just like, if you say, for example, we're, you're never really going to know for sure, but say you didn't train with enough intensity and you were like five reps away from failure or something like that. Right. Basically with that, like, you're still going to see some muscle growth, but you're just, you're doing a lot of work and you're not maximizing the amount of muscle that you could have. And that, that could be the difference of you seeing results and not seeing results over time, right. Or, or quicker. Um, but one thing I want to say too, on, on the intensity thing with, uh, that, I, I think that's the, the, the big issue with people is that when they hear intensity, and again, this goes back to the person that just wants to add weight, but, and, and they just want to lift like heavy, but the, again, the intensity part that I try to get across to people is like, getting one to three reps from failure, actually with your muscle, like actually taking your muscle one to three reps from failure, that, that is hard training, right? Especially again, if you're training through like a good range of motion, um, you're controlling the lowering part, like that's the hard training, but it sucks. Like that training sucks. And so a lot of people shy away from that, right? So they'll, they'll just lift heavy or, um, again, take the person that lifts too light. They don't get, they, they lift so light that in order to get close to failure, they have to really push it and, and it sucks. Or, they lift too light and like, they don't like that feeling of, of heaviness once they get closer to failure. So they stay far away from failure. So this, this intensity thing that I'm talking about here is, is I, I think it's usually mis mistaken for, for what it is. Um, so hopefully that, that clarified that for uh, everyone. Um, so the next thing to look into is have you taken a deload or low or lower volume or taken a lower volume training phase lately? If it's been more than eight weeks without a deload or three to four months without a lower volume training phase, you may just need to do less for a brief period of time. Okay. Your body needs to recover, not to do more. So as you can see, a lot of this isn't a lot of these plateaus or things that we're going to look into aren't like, Oh, we just need to do more, right? Like for some people, yes. And that comes back to the consistency, but for most people, they need to dial things back a little bit, um, or kind of do the, the hard things that a lot of people don't want to do. Um, I can't tell you how many times I have clients tell me in the past 
they would have just kept pushing and they either given up and stopped training or they got, they would have gotten hurt and, and had to stop training. And again, both of these are going to, uh, cause you to not be consistent with your, your training. So again, if you haven't taken a, a, a deload week or anything like that, like that's definitely something you need to look into doing. Um, I did do a podcast on deloads. Um, and then again, uh, with the low volume phase, I talked about that in the last episode, um, in terms of, uh, you know, the, the phases that clients will go through. Um, and, and that's that first phase, that, that low volume phase, primer phase, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I would reference episode 159. Um, and I do kind of talk about deloads as well in there too. So that would be a really good episode to, to go back to, um, to, to hear that. And then lastly, the last thing I want to go over is be freaking patient. I mean, you have to be patient here. This is simple advice, but it's overlooked. I put 99% of the time, but I think it's 99.9% of the time. After your first year of training, muscle growth slows down like a lot. And so you must be patient. Um, and so again, it takes time. And if you aren't ready to be patient, then you are going to always be looking for that next thing or adding in that new thing or whatever it may be. Right. I have seen too many people give up way too soon because they always need something new and like fun, or they just, or they think they aren't making progress. Now, again, could that be from not doing these things? Who knows? Um, I, I think so one, one thing to look at here is like, you know, okay, Jeff, like, how much does all these little things really matter? Should I just go and train? And yeah, that's going to get you what you want. But if you're running into this issue where you feel like things are going really slow, like this is what you need to look into to kind of speed that up a little bit. So you can see that progress, right? Especially if you're somebody who lacks the patient with patient side of things, which a lot of us do. Um, I'm the same way. So, uh, but I've learned to be okay. I've learned to know that this takes time and that I have to be patient. You have to just kind of do these things and you have to have faith in, in your, in the process. Um, and, and, but, but there has to be some patience. You can't expect to build a ton of muscle in three months. Right. Um, but you have to be willing to play a long game here. So that's it for this episode. Those are, those are eight things to look into. Um, I guarantee you if progress is stalled for building muscle, at least, at least one of those things are off. Um, but yeah, if, if you're stuck and you're ready to take your training and nutrition to the next level, um, then our, our online coaching program is for you. So if you're interested in that, um, the link will be in the bio. You can check that out. Also have the application in there as well. And if you have any questions on it, you can always reach out and ask me about it, but that's it for this episode. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.